the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Michael Ward. Yes, Michael Ward, writer Michael Ward is with us. Yes, as opposed to federal court judge Michael Ward. There's a there's a judge there's a judge somewhere called Michael Ward. <laughs> He's in next week. Yes, to help us spin the wheel of fun. Uh, we've got the shocking interview with Amanda Vanstone that no other program is game to air. Interesting. That'll be coming up on the show, along with news headlines we missed, Crime Watch, and more inappropriate drum machine solos than yes. surely a stick can be shaken at. It's all coming up on Get This. Further proof of how political correctness is being taken to ridiculous extremes. Frogsack. <laughs> That's Tom Petty. Yeah. We actually like that one. I was digging that. It's good. Yeah, good <laughs> Get time. this. What's the name of that? Uh, oh, look. What uh, is that one? The Tom Petty song. <laughs> Thanks for catching me out right at the beginning uh, of the show. Running down a dream. A dream from Full Moon Fever, I think you'll find in Cavalier. Good times. Let's introduce uh, the players. We are, of course, well, Richard Marsland is pushing the buttons here in the haunted studio. Uh, I haven't heard that for a while. No, but we've had a few technical problems. Classic. And no one else is going to do that. Ed Cavalier's here, Morning. of course. Morning. Uh, Morning. He loves uh, some food and a natter. Mm, delicious. That's what the show's about. Michael Waters here. around, please. Comedy writer Michael Ward. Maybe you don't know the name. You've certainly been laughing at some of his gear on the telly over the years. Uh, a show called Stupid, Stupid Man coming up on Foxtel. One of the writers of that. Yes, indeed. Uh, but the main reason that uh, Ed and I are impressed by you, because as someone who reviews DVDs for the newspapers, yes. you have access to free DVDs. Oh, Imagine yeah. having a job where you just got sent free DVDs. I get sent stuff here at the mm. station. Really? Since, what sort of? Uh, since we've been here, I've been sent three things. A broken table tennis bat, right. some slimming coffee, uh, and a bake tray. Right. Glad you got those. Wow. Put them, put them all together like MacGyver, and what do you get? Uh, <laughs> uh, Richard Martin. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But we are not driving around in free vans, no, point, I... despite the perception that we are. <laughs> Although we are brought to you by the Mercedes-Benz Vito. <laughs> Sale of the century. Cal Wilson was right. It is a little uh, breakaway. It is a little big town. Big pig. Hungry it, town. It is. It is. That's our, our panel operator on the drum machine there, Michael. Yes. Hey, what else have you been up to? Uh... Do you work on the footy show? I am currently working on the footy show, uh, and I can just say only good things about it because mainly because James Brayshaw has just come off the cage and he's oh, probably yeah. listening on the radio yes. as we drive home. But uh, no, I'm working on the footy show, and uh, Comedy Inc. is still going, mm. still riding on that, Richard. It's uh, Richard does a what. bit. Of, do you do a bit of uh, Comedy Inc. No, I've never done. Never done he's, a fan, he's a fan, though. Yeah, aren't you? no, yeah. I love. Uh, mm, he I love likes it. He's telling me, but still doing that. And um, I, I hanker for the days of my old sort of jobs tone when when. I was outside and fancy free, didn't have to be in front of a computer. Right. Grave digging was one of my old jobs. <laughs> right. How's that computer writing on the footy show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same, really. <laughs> digging holes for yourself. Not for yourself, obviously, because you no. want to bury yourself. Grave digging? Yeah, how yes. did you, you get that job? I actually applied. That was in the newspaper, in the yeah, age. No, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you just didn't show up no. with a shovel and start <laughs> having a go. But for, I, I, I had no experience. I had no experience, as you, you would guess. But I, And I rocked up. I had to have an actual interview. Mm. And I went to the interview, and I just made up digging terms to show that I sort of had, knew what I was talking about. So I said, I said I'd done a bit of channeling, oh, yeah. as in digging channels. Right. 
and uh, and stumping, whatever that meant. <laughs> and um, he, the guy just sort of nodded at me like I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, I, I got I got the gig, and I was there for two twice. I was there for nine months, and I went overseas, came back, and bizarrely got my job back again. Right? Is it possible to dig a grave badly? Uh, you can dig it too small so that the uh, the coffin doesn't fit in, or you can dig it so that you, if you dig it wrong, it, the the walls cave in. Right. So and then, right. You're, then you're stuck in there. So uh, it's, okay, it's very precise. You've got a tape measure, and yeah. you've got different types of shovels. Is it possible to punch your way out of a grave, a la uh, Uma kill, Thurman in Kill Bill Two? Kill Bill. I, don't, I I don't know, but look, I got I got stuck in a grave once, and uh, <laughs> that was hard enough. I wasn't even buried, mm. but I was I was stuck up to my knees in mud in my gum boots, right. uh, and this is this is racing to get the the grave finished before a funeral, and I had to actually leave my gum boots in the grave right. as the funeral rocked up and climb out and leave the gum boots <laughs> so in So they're the, still there. So they're still there, and there's a coffin on top of the gum boots. Cal Wilson was telling us about some story, famous story in New Zealand. People have probably heard about it where the bodies got switched, and there was like a real fat bloke, and then there was an incredibly frail old lady, and somehow they got switched, and the funerals are coming up, and they're going, oh, we've already buried the really fat bloke. Uh, we'll just have to put a lot of um, tins of pieces <laughs> and like whatever heavy objects we can into the old lady's grave so that the people carrying it will think it's the fat bloke. I mean, right. this is terribly disrespectful. Yeah. It's probably illegal even telling the story. Speaking of disrespect, the, uh, when you got paid, and part of the pay component uh, back then anyway was for grave digging, was there was an allowance for not smiling. Because you weren't allowed to smile on the job, right? You know, around funerals, you know, you had to keep a serious face. They they factored in some money into your pay for that, right? And of course, when they went away, you'd cack yourself. And <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought if somebody tells you you can't smile, surely throughout the service you'd just be <laughs> <laughs> hold it together. <laughs> wow, former grave digger like uh, like uh, Rod Stewart was a former grave digger, really. And I think Peter Sutcliffe, the uh, the Yorkshire Ripper. Oh yeah, was one. Too. You're an illustrious company. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> The Yorkshire Ripper was a former grave digger. I think he was. And irony lover. <laughs> wow. Uh, Richard Marsland, what is the story? Can you just get out what's in the box? We okay. might be doing that today. Right. Good. Here's something interesting, Ed. What's happened? Uh, as you know, Richard Marsland has a sort of mystery past. Mystery know, present. Oh, mystery life. He's sidekick to Ann Wills yep. on uh, the Adelaide, Adelaide live television. Yep. Really? He's uh, appeared uh, pantsless on the Rove program. Mm -hmm. He's struggling with some uh, pieces of paper, which means he's going to have to do the bit himself. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Rich. It's finally happened, mate. Okay. Look, I, I, this hurts me more than you. Okay. Uh, You're right. going to have to a do one. the intro to what's in the box a la Stewie on the Patterson Lakes Primary one, School two. in Victoria Race. One, two, three, four. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box today? Good. <laughs> that's, no, that's it's not acceptable. There were two. Wait a minute. What's in the box? What's it's not three. <laughs> Get out the proper one. You've got to find it. It's in there somewhere. Regular work parts. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is that Marty, I went on the shebang this week, heard in all states Love except it. South Australia, where an equally fine program is broadcast at the time slot. Uh, I go on there and Marty Sheargold goes, oh, you've got, how's Marslow going? Do your impersonation though, because your Marty Sheargold's very funny. I don't think I can do that. No, Marty. it's good. I don't, I've never done one. Do it all the time. Every time you talk, really? you talk about Marty, you go, G'day, Tone. You want to, oh, I can't do it now. All right, all right. Spot. We'll stay up. Yeah, oh, fine. Do it as Bob Hawke. I had to do what's in the box. Have <laughs> <laughs> you got it there? Yeah. What's in the box? What's in the box today? And Marty goes, ask 
Marsland, about his segment he used to do on our show, Dick's Box. <laughs> yeah, Dick's Box. It Dick's was, um, Box and Dick's Wheel. Oh, no, I never did a wheel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had standards. Box is perfectly fine. <laughs> wheel, ridiculous. Wouldn't touch it. Um, it was a TV quiz, and it was a knockout competition. Last man standing, basically, you'd have five questions, yeah. and then you would ask people, you know, uh, different sort of TV trivia questions, and the last one standing uh, would win all the prizes, which was basically just crap I found on Marty's desk. Yeah, wow. And Not we bad. had a lightning round and everything. It was huge. A lightning round. Mm. Do we want to play Dick's Box today? Massively. Are all the components still in the computer? Uh, possibly. I could oh, you could to, probably sing them. I have to talk around yeah. some questions. You could probably sing them. Live. <laughs> Yeah? I'll give it a go. I'll Done. Give it a go. All right. Here the Marslander. There we go. Eddie's drum machine. We're going to be playing Dick's Box. <laughs> right. You want to stick around for that, Wardy? I'd love to, son. It's all coming up on Get This. <laughs> ah, buddy joking! <laughs> that freaked him out! <laughs> oh, that'd be those Veronicas, would it? Yes, forever here at Get This on Triple F. I wish they'd do a LaBouche cover. A LaBouche cover! <laughs> Oh, me and Mick Malloy had to play nothing but LaBouche and Ace of Base for four years for uh, Big Martin uh, Malloy. Can we please have an email uh, campaign for the M's to play some LaBouche? <laughs> <laughs> Just once. That's all I want. Just once. <laughs> Beam. That would be my lover. That would be killer. Michael Ward is with us. <laughs> Ryder Michael Ward. You know, we've got our 100th show coming up on yeah. Thursday. I know. Mick Malloy is finally going to get up Malloy. early. <laughs> He's going to come in. We're going to be playing bits and pieces that you've requested uh, in the lead up. But hang on, so what is your idea? What do you want? Email campaign? To get LaBouche. Yeah. Wouldn't it be good if on our 100th show Mm. we could play our theme song in its entirety? The Hives hate to say I told you so. Wouldn't that be a treat? That'd be nice. But Kylie, are you just one hour for the 100th show, Tone? Or you're doubling it? (laughs) It usually doubles itself anyway. (laughs) Right. The show's getting later and later. Usually because we just waste time. Talking about how long the show's going <laughs> earlier on in the program. Hang on, you waste time talking yeah. about how long the show's... We waste so much time. <laughs> that show goes long. Often there's just long gaps. Really? Yeah. Hey, you're a former grave digger. Yes. In New Zealand, uh, <laughs> New Zealanders have been registering their cars as hearses to get out of paying full road tax. Ow. So if you've got a hearse, if you've got a non-commercial hearse, as it's called, you can, uh, yeah, you save on road tax. I don't quite know what road tax is. How do you, you know, how do you qualify your scooter as a hearse exactly? Yeah. Well, this this woman uh, said that she'd paid 19 bucks. Oh, sorry, this is in pounds because from an English newspaper, okay. so don't wait till I convert it. We will go long. Uh, she's registered the car for 19 pounds yeah. instead of the usual 60 pounds. She'd registered her car as a non-commercial hearse that would be used to carry dead animals. She <laughs> didn't say for what purpose. Oh, no. <laughs> Listen to this. Her definition of carrying dead animals when questioned by police was taking frozen chickens home from the supermarket. <laughs> Stand back. I'm Touché. carrying dead animals. <laughs> Just about, the bugs on your windscreen could technically count about, as that. How about your uh, your squirrels? Your squirrels have gone uh, have gone nuts in Cheltenham. Mm, of course they have. A family told, was <laughs> told yesterday how they returned from a weekend away to find a berserk squirrel had trashed their home. (laughs) (laughs) He's done thousands of pounds of damage. He tried to chew through a window. That didn't work. So he went, you know what? Time to chew some clothes. And he just went nuts all through the house and destroyed the place. And was he found, like, really fat with just a tie (laughs) coming out of his mouth? (laughs) Just one more. (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, welcome aboard, Wardy. Thank but, you, mate. The, that that uh, John Bonet uh, Ramsey story. Oh, yeah, that'll cheer up the show. That is freaky. That that is uh, when I saw that story emerge again, Ed. I thought of you because last time okay. I was the first time I was on this show, you were talking about yourself in a sailor suit. Yeah, yeah and I just had an image of you. As a kid in the sailor suit, not murdered or anything. No, oh, not good. murdered. Never <laughs> murdered. <laughs> Just getting about. Not murdered. But that's a, that is a story close to my heart because my mum used to uh, end it, well, not one or two times mm. she entered me mm. in one of those little toddler parade no. things. No. And it was not, not the weird sort of. John Bonet thing, no. the makeup and the hair and everything, just the just a nice dress and down the down the catwalk and and there was you know there was nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> and then back for evening gowns. <laughs> That's right. Happy that, gowns. Uh, and I'm not murdered, so it's all right. It's yeah. Happy ending. Obviously, it's infanticide, not funny in and of no. itself. No. But what seems to have happened is that some bloke has confessed. Yeah. yeah. But you're suggesting that the height of his pants yes. indicates that he may be lying. Go to the footage. Uh, you'll see it on, again on the news tonight, I'm sure. Have a look at the guy. His, his trousers, and no belt, by the way, are up to his nipple line. Is that right? They're, they're higher than Joe Cocker. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, that, that is a clue, I think. I mean, I'm not sure if this is the guy. I don't know if they've got their uh, man yet. Are you allowed to enter high pants as a defence plea these days? <laughs> Temporary high pants. Dismissed. Those <laughs> pants are far too high. But there's, you know, the thing about that John Bonet case mm. is that I reckon that the main reason people reckon that the dad was guilty mm. is yeah. because of the name of the kid, John Bonet. The bloke's name is John Bennett. That's right. So he's going, I'll call my kid my name. I'll just pronounce it differently. <laughs> like you've got, a, you've got kids, haven't you, Michael? You've I have. Two. two twins, yeah. Twins. Imagine if you just went, I'll call them... McCarwood. Because <laughs> that's the same that's thing. That's a nice that, name. That's what that guy did. So nice where's, the, where's the Ramsey come from? Is that the wife's name? I'm not sure. Big Neighbours fans. Yeah. It's big yeah. Neighbours fans. Yeah. Yeah. So I could say, I could be Michael Ward, yeah. home and away. This sounds like my <laughs> This sounds like my invented language, Montalban. Yeah. We're going to bring that back. It's that. It's just, a lang it's just an alternative pronunciation yeah. of uh, existing words. Like? Um, well, let's see. Ice cream. Ikekriam. Ikekriam. Or chocolate ice cream. Kohokolate ikekriam. I'd learn that language. It's just alternative pronunciations. It doesn't work. You've got to have the vowels in the right place. Ambulance works. Amibulonke. Amibulonke. Montalban. That's what I do of an evening. Yeah, nice work. What about that? Ian Turpy and his penis. Now... Veteran former game show host Ian Turpy lies. Those are two. That's a bad introduction there. <laughs> Veteran and straight into former game show host. <laughs> Veteran former game Ooh. show host Ian Turpy lied about his erection problems for money, as a part of a conspiracy to mislead the public through an impotency clinic's advertising. I think we know about this. We're talking about the nasal stiffy spray. Turpy, sixty-two, said he had only used the nasal spray as a joke. And was paid eighteen grand for the ruse. Imagine that. So, what do you do for a living? I pretend to have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, mate. There's pretty good coin, and pretending you can't get it up. Eighteen grand. No, it's a good living. Pretending that it's not working in the downstairs department. Imagine that as a job. How did he get found out? Did somebody go around and? Oh, actually, no. You can get an erection without that spray, Ian. Bit of investigative journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Bag's not. <laughs> Do you think ugly Dave Gray's banging it on? <laughs> this is a very poor subject for morning radio. How did we get here? Right. 
What else? An Aussie has posed as a prince, which is good news. <laughs> An entrepreneur has been charged with pretending he's a prince. Uh, he showed up uh, in the, in Malaysia and said, oh, I'm a prince, guess what? And then said, can I have some money, please? Which is a weird thing for a prince to ask. Mm. It's essentially he thinks they have some money. Yeah, he's that's been, right. He's been caught and it's going to cost him some whipping. He's going to get oh. a fine. He's like, yeah, I'll pay a fine and some whipping. Ah. Well, <laughs> not guilty, Your Honour. I mean, why would he, what possible gain could he get from pretending to be a prince? Oh, uh, he met some people who were like, you know, high up in business and he was like, I'm a prince, you're in business, we should do some things together. Yeah. It's, yeah, and then how about some cash? It's a very, it's a really, elab- <laughs> it's a very, just, it's a really elaborate version of when someone comes up to you on the street and says, got two bucks, mate. Yeah. It's just that, yeah. but, you know. I got a letter yesterday. Did you? Claiming that I'd inherited some money, which I haven't. Oh. And can you please send us your bank details and a photocopy of your passport? <laughs> this is a letter I got in the mail yesterday. Who did they say had you inherited it from? It was from New Zealand, so they knew that I was from New Zealand. Yeah. This is uh, is this a segment on the show? We should follow this up. Yeah. It's just bizarre. Who did they say had died? They named. They said that someone had died. No, no, no. That someone had gone to prison and could no longer be the executor of this account. And like, it's no one from even my bizarre family tree. Like wow. we had the family tree out. It, you have to assemble it yeah, outside, yeah. <laughs> with mod, much like your own. Yeah, absolutely. And you, no, not one of our relatives. It's like an elaborate, it's one of these scams. Wow. One of these scams. All right, cool. But just anything where people want your bank account. Yeah, no. Isn't no, that really going to work? You know, that's something shonky. The passport's an extra. I've never heard the yeah, passport one the before. passport one. They've gone bank details. Sounds sus. Chuck in a bit. Chuck in when you uh, need the passport yeah, as well. Uh, Daniel will know yeah, it's yeah. all legit. But wouldn't you thought... Maybe choose a name that he might be related to. <laughs> Wouldn't that be part of the scam if you've inherited some? Money? Yeah, no. I think mm. yeah, I think you're looking too if too far into it. Mm-hmm. You know. I know this sounds very inconclusive. I'm going to follow it up. Yeah, good. Maybe it'll be on the Please show. Do. Sounds good. Don't forget to send them with ideas for our hundredth show. Oh, good. Things challenges for Mick Malloy. Oh yes. I'm going to challenge him to walk around in his Milo tin stilts, <laughs> <laughs> which he used to wear around the office. Lovely. We're going to get that. that. Hey, who would like to hear a rancidly obscene interview with Amanda Vanstone? Me. Are you into that, Woody? Yes, please. That's going to be coming up next. Get this. It's not good. That gives you a bad taste in your mouth. And actually, it's ludicrous, but uh, to say the least. For the award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito on Triple M. It's Get This around the nation on Triple M. I hope everyone's uh, enjoying the program this morning. Yeah, yeah, love Certainly. It. We're going to befoul the airways in just a few moments Good. with the assistance of Amanda Vanstone. Ooh. But uh, writer Michael Ward is here, and Michael, I'm afraid you're going to help uh, it out. Yes, uh, yeah. we're, doing the, uh, we're doing the intro to Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice, and yep. uh, I'll be playing bass. Mm-hmm. And uh, We're not really playing Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> uh, I think you'll find me out once you hear the song start. Okay, and, uh, and what do you need from us? Uh, hand claps, please. And yes. a bit of finger clicking. And a finger clicking from your good self tone. Right. One, two, uh, one, two, three, four. There we go. <laughs> Vanilla will be with us in a second. And if you could play drums in a second, Rich, that'd no help me out a lot. Okay, all right. That's David Bowie and Queen, or for if you're uh, Ed's age, it's uh, Ice Ice Baby. Here on Get This, Triple M Around the Nation, Michael Ward, writer Michael Ward is with us. And we're brought to you, of course, by the Mercedes-Benz Vito. The fan of the year, the classiest fan of the year, as you can tell from the music stings provided by Richard Marsland pushing the buttons. We get so many emails on this show, Wardy. You do. Look at the pile there. Look at this stack of emails. Says, Emmeline, where is the picture of Richard Marsland on your website? Good point, Ed. When are we going to have to have another photo show? Very good idea. We hate it. I hate photos. We're so bad. 
so There's some photos around here that are just our heads on other people's bodies because yeah. <laughs> we refuse to show up. Oh, we just, I just can't do it. They're like, all right, now let's give me a happy one. I'm like, I am happy. Mm. You look sad. I'm sad now. You're an actor though, Ed. Wouldn't you have to do a few of those 8 by 10s no. Oh, yeah, but you just sort of look at the camera and go, well, this is my head. Do so. you do that thing in the, because there's a magazine. Have you seen Showcast, Wardy? It's, I have, yeah. It's every actor in Australia. Yeah. It's yeah. like a yellow pages for actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love it when they have the normal photo of the actor looking a bit serious and then doing a bit of a character. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. A drunken priest or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few people in Showcase who are basically Dick Emery. <laughs> Ed, have you ever thought about changing your name so you might be up the front of Showcast? So, you, you know, like oh, Ed Aardvark or something that's like that. That's good. Triple A Aardvark. Cavalier. Yeah, so look up the first page. That's our man. That's I don't our, need to go that's through our the guy. Ed Arvely. Yeah. That's a good idea. Uh, that's an old trick. Double A. Yeah, yeah, triple yeah, A. Triple A, maybe. Writes Ben, I once went to a fancy or a fancy. <laughs> fancy dress <laughs> a party. Fancy dress party. Dressed as a unicorn. Oh, it was a swingers party. He's just letting us what? create an unfortunate mental image. <laughs> All right. Good on you. That's the kind of gear we I get. Yes. So many people have been emailing in about my Twisted Tales script. Uh, now, hey, Wardy, you sent one in, didn't you? I did send one in. You got rejected too. The twist in the tale was it got rejected, yeah. Oh, uh, and so the, what happened is 2,000 people, 3,000 people sent scripts in, had them rejected. Now the show's on. It's rubbish. So all the sour grapes are coming out. <laughs> yes, yes. All the people who got rejected are going, it should have been me. <laughs> Including us. So you can go to the website and read My Twisted Tales in its entirety. And we, it's, this is the, we should just get the Triple M listeners to be giving script yeah, notes yeah. to the network. Yeah, yeah. they got good advice. They send good stuff, although here's one from Crazy Legs. Tony, I'm sure the script was good. But after the third bong, I could no longer read on. Fair enough. Keep up the good work. It's typical of Crazy Lake. Yeah, he's a script editor hey, crazy at Nine League. Network. <laughs> uh, so that's all there on the website. And, of course, the new Get This Podcast. Do you get into the podcast? I love the podcast. Do you hear our podcast? Oh, I've listened to it before. You, you told me I was on it once, didn't you? You are on there. And that's the thing. All the old ones are what? there. Yes, I know. You can get the whole series. It's like about 25 of them good up stuff. there now. 40 minutes... Just undiluted shite. What's on? What's on this time around? Ah, uh, there's that John Howard rapping bit. Good. There's uh, Dobbin and Nerd we did with Scott Edgar. Ah, there's your Nickelback review. Good times. A bit of Stephen Curry, a bit of Lockie Hume, a bit of Julia Zamiro. It's bacon filled. Uh, anything for uh, Snetto fans? No, Snetto Gara. <laughs> We've got to get him back in here. When's that show coming back? You should know. When's Thank God you're here? Is it coming back at all? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's another series coming out, uh, I should be fairly sooner rather than later. Mm. It's coming back. It's going to be Shr awesome. Shrouded in mystery, yeah, as yeah. for you. Oh. Ed, would you prefer to be one of the people uh, helping out or one of the people trying to improvise at the same time? Because no, I think I, you'd be good at both. Oh, thanks, but I, I like what I do. I like yeah. kind of being in the background, to right. be honest. Okay. Right. Yeah. I love it. The ladies still jump into the boat whether they you're up the back or in the front there. That, look, it's, <laughs> it's an ocean. It's a lonely ocean liner. There's no ladies in the boat, as you call it. A lonely ocean liner. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're like the great Gatsby. I am like the great Gatsby. Out on your own, sad yeah. ocean liner. Yeah. You're the single person of interest aboard an ocean liner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about... Okay, that's... We don't know anything about Thank God You're Here coming back. Mm. Meet the press. That's on, on a Sunday. Oh, yes. On Channel 10. And they interview people, politicians. Paul yep. Bongiorno, have you seen that? Yeah. Did this great interview with Amanda Vanstone on the weekend. It. Well, see, the problem is, I've been told by the legal department that we can't use Amanda Vanstone's oh, voice yes, for this interview. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't say anything about Paul Bongiorno. 
So I'm still allowed to play Paul Bongiorno's questions. Okay. I just can't play Amanda Van Stone. So what you do? What it is, I transcribed everything she said. Yeah. And then I got an actor. Sadly, it was the only actor we could find uh, that's okay. to do her answers. So this is word for word what she said. Do it. But we've just had to get an actor to play. There we go. Amanda Legal Van. disclaimer done. Let's hear it. I feel like the setup is longer than the bit. We'll <laughs> soon find out. There we go. Let's join that interview already in progress. And steering the legislation through those rocky shoals is our guest. Welcome back, Amanda Van Stone. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's great to be here. I love this. Well, just uh, wearing your multicultural affairs hat, um, are you concerned that the foiled bomb plot could fuel an anti-Muslim okay. Okay. backlash well, in Australia? Okay, first up, do I look like I'm wearing a hat to you, Paul? Well, Is that a hat up there? Uh, That's my hair. I'm a man of Vanstone, right? So I want some respect from you when you talk to me on your little show. Multicultural f***ing hat. I don't know what that shit means. So, you know, you keep your little hat remarks to yourself, okay? On Friday, former head of the National Crime Authority, Peter Ferris QC, said it was time to call a spade a spade oh, yeah, right. and realise that terrorists will come from okay. within the Muslim Paulie. community. Paul, am I calling uh, a spade a spade? When did I say that? Just, uh, I, well, I didn't say any of that shit. Okay. Well, we just, we just, I mean, I'm a man of vanstone. You think I uh, sit around coming up with little, uh, you know, spade bon mots for you journalists to talk about? I don't know where you get that from. He wants a national ID card with a person's religion on it. Here's something of what he said. What's the point of searching a little old lady pensioner from Nunna Wadding when uh, there's half a dozen Muslims okay. being on the plane? Uh, cut that off. Okay, you get on a plane, right? You see some Muslim guy, right? You see some little old lady. You know what I see? I see competition for the buffet. That's what I could see, right? You let me eat those fucking sandwiches, whatever you got. Any kind of little food that's in a packet, leftovers. I'll take anything, right? Just let me get my fucking snout in the trough. That's what I okay, want. Well, moving on to I'm on a flight, okay? Well, Liquids. Keep your fucking liquids. Uh, Give me solids. Just uh, one point. I understand that uh, Family First may be interested in uh, an okay. amendment what, that would see... Not, uh, listen, I, I don't have time for this. You, you got some fucking good questions there, Paulie? Uh, boat people sent not to Nauru, but okay. to uh, Christmas right. Island. Christmas Island. Listen to me, Paul. I don't even know where the fuck this place is. Christmas Island. What, a seasonal island? What, is it fucking Christmas there all the fucking time? Like Willy Wonka Town, I'm telling you, Christmas Island, Birthday Mountain. Minister, time for a break. All right, now we have a break. Uh, you see what a f***ing idiot you are, Paul. I think well, I don't know what you're f***ing doing. I come on your little show, you ask your little f***ing questions. I see you with f***ing Tony Abbott. Oh, yeah, I got all the f***ing smart questions. Let me ask you this f***ing smart guy. I'm Amanda f***ing Vanstone. You think you can take me down? Well, you take a f***ing shot at me, okay? You just take a because I'm a big f***ing lady. Thank you very much for joining us today, Immigration Minister Amanda Vanstone. Don't make me sit on you. That's Eskimo Joe faithfully recreating the sound of Guy Pearce's band Video Rodney <laughs> from the 1990 Australian classic film Heaven Tonight. I think you'll find... I just say that to try and impress uh, Michael Ward, who's with us, and he's a film reviewer. I'm very impressed by that, Tone. You know, the thing about being a film reviewer is, you know, you when you're a kid, you go, whoa, what a cool job. Or at least I did. Just watching movies all day. Yeah. And then you meet someone who's a film reviewer and they look like they've been to war because they've got to see them all. Uh, oh, man. What is just, that like? Yeah, not just the good ones, but the really bad ones. And the ones people don't even hear about. Yeah. Straight to video. 
What's the one that uh, really you just couldn't make it through? Has you ever done one where you've gone, I'll pretend I saw all of it? <laughs> yes. Oh, really? I, I have. Which one? Which one? Um, oh, what was that one with Jack Black and uh, about the uh, the dog poop one? Oh, Envy. Oh, Envy, Envy yeah. Envy. It was, it, was a, it was the fool's gold of comedies. It looked really good. Mm. You know, Jack Jack Black and I think Ben Stiller ben was in Stiller, it. Ben Stiller, yeah. yeah. It looked all great and then... Halfway through, you just, I just had to make it up. Yeah. <laughs> I think the director himself never made it to the end. During the sound mix, he just popped out for a smoke, never came back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get up a mountain. Well, let's climb the mountain. Because if you go to our Wikipedia page, people claim I'm not saying climb the mountain because it's a euphemism for masturbation. It's not true. If you feel that you need to climb the mountain at this time of the morning... Who are we to stop you? Climb away. Climb away. <laughs> Eskimo Joe is your favourite soundtrack and away you go. <laughs> because the stuff that happens on Wikipedia, if you don't know what Wikipedia is, it's an encyclopedia that anyone can contribute to yeah. and change on the internet. Yeah. And today... On Get This Is Talk Back Mountain, we're doing news headlines we forgot. This is where we catch up with all the stories we've left behind. Okay. And I've got a bombshell for you. Ed Cavalli now has his own Wikipedia page. Oh. News headline. Oh. Give it a bit of... Okay, you've got to do it, Richard. Thanks for the round. I didn't know that. Sorry, Rich, but you're going to have to do it. <laughs> Very poor. <Yeah. laughs> Very poor. <laughs> Uh, Ed Cavalier, this is what it says. Because you won't let me look at it. So what does it say? It's got your full name, because Ed's full name is Ed Highland Cavalier. Yeah, yeah that's right. My, so, yeah, my dad's last name is Hang Highland, on, so. who wrote this? Just some anonymous... Some, some guy just wrote up you on the... On the some yeah, yeah, yeah. blog artist, yeah. Ed Highland What do they Cavalier, say? What's, what's going on? Appears on the Get This Radio Show on Triple M yep. in Australia with Tony Martin. This True. radio program is yeah, when it's on. Yep. Ed provides many witty and hilarious remarks mm. and is well known for his $2 shop prizes <laughs> and also his wonderful rendition of Your Body is a Wonderland, which is now a well-known ringtone. Oh, dear. <laughs> finally, it, uh, finally, I love finally. after that massive cavalcade <laughs> of achievements. Finally. Oof. Finally, one of Ed's finest attributes is his table tennis ability. Currently, he is undefeated. Mm-hmm. However, many challenges are appearing on the horizon. One such challenge is from a person known only as Jordan. Only time will tell if Ed will remain undefeated. And then it's got a list of your film and TV show appearances, and I guess you're not going to let me read that, that out. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. Um, Jordan, it must it's, it's be Jordan. Be, yeah, yeah. Do I have a stalker? Does that count as stalking? I don't know. I don't think that's... It's best not to say things like that Sorry. on the radio. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone went quiet and I'm like, right, I'm on my own. That's great. Yeah. Thanks so much. Okay. Well, have you got a newspaper headline there? Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Man saves dog thrown from window. <laughs> Uh, a man was bruised but alive when a St. Bernard dog, which which which, uh, which was thrown out of a, a three-story window, landed on him as he was walking down the street. That's a big dog. It's a big dog. And they've often got a barrel around the neck, so that'd catch you on the back of the head. A 110-pound dog was pushed out of its window by a drunken owner, a terrible drunken owner, and the policeman said the dog had a soft landing because it fell on a man. He, they, they, they both escaped with just a few scratches. And it says the man was more in psychological shock than physically hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hit by you can't falling walk dog. walk down the street without getting hit by a dog in 
Poland. It's lucky in some countries, though. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's hit, by, hit by a flying dog is luck, considered lucky in China. All right. If you've got a, a newspaper headline for us... I've that... come unprepared, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah. He's in towel rack. <laughs> He's in towel rack? Michael Ward, his wife and children are moving house next weekend, and the house they're moving to has a heated towel rack. Oh, wow. And see, wow. just to point out to the listeners, see, anything can be a news headline, yes. as long as you throw that music in. Hmm. Wow, a heated... Is this why you bought the house? This is the sole reason I bought this place. Heated right. towel rack. Well, no, there's two reasons. It's got a pantry as well, which I've oh, never pantry. had. Never yeah. had a pantry. Does it have a scullery? No, what is a scullery? I'm not sure what a scullery is. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like something on a galleon. When I was a kid, my grandmother insisted we call a certain part of the house the scullery. I'm okay, it's just a corridor. No, it's the scullery. <laughs> the scullery. I don't know what it means. I'm picturing a room full of skulls. <laughs> but no. All right, so... There's a big bombshell. There Can we you go. that one? Yes. Uh, Richard Marsden bought me a, a, a movie about ping pong. <laughs> wow, which of the many ping pong classics is it? <laughs> it's just called Ping Pong, the original and still the best. <laughs> that looks kind of pirated now, to check me. Check out the special features. It's got a how-to-play ping pong short film, the making of ping pong, and then Tim Pong, a parody of the film. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone. Yeah, so how good's that? that. Uh, what about you, Tony? You got one? Oh, uh, you on movies? Yeah. You know, we go on and on about how there's American Pie 4 yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's got hardly anyone, well, nobody possibly, nobody. except Literally probably nobody. Eugene Levy <laughs> probably he be likes it. Well, uh, Paul has emailed us to say, check out the internet. There's an American Pie 5 coming. <laughs> They haven't even made four. <laughs> Three's gone straight to video, where you've probably pretended to watch all of it. Yes. And now, so there's four coming, already five. American Pie 5, The Naked Mile is coming. What's the story? The story is the main character is another relative of Stifler. <laughs> <laughs> How many relatives has he got? It's genetic. <laughs> this time, a cousin to the two we have already met. The two being, well, firstly, the original Stifler, yeah. and then Stifler's brother, and then Stifler's cousin who stars in four, and now a different cousin. Stifler's fourth cousin. I love the, how the guy who's in four hasn't even come out yet. He's gone, oh, no, I don't want to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, Adam Stifler makes a visit to a friend's college and gets involved in, quote, crazy antics. <laughs> even try with a storyline anymore. That was the storyline of Rodney Dangerfield's Back to School. It was! <laughs> Wasn't that a great one? Best. Harold Ramis wrote that. I know. So, bad, Ghostbusters. Hang on a second. So he goes to, what happened to the good old days when people were having sex with pastries? <laughs> it's gone out the window now, is it? We'll just, it'll just be crazy antics. We're looking back at that as the good old days. <laughs> uh, we need news headlines. That's yeah. what we need. We need you to call up. Anything can be a news headline. Anything at all. that you're Maybe something you're doing on the weekend, something good you've done, something that has happened to you. Let's make it personal. And let's make it potentially disastrous. Uh-oh. Because we're running so late, we're just going to have to go straight to the phones. It's the third time we've done this. Click on the phone thing. One triple three five three is the number. And uh, here's what they do on some shows, Wardy. Yeah. Fake callers. People who just work at the station calling no. up, getting a bit of sizzle happening. Yeah. We go down the other end of the pool. Oh. We take anybody. We'll take anyone. <laughs> and with that in mind, good morning to you, Matt. Are you there? I certainly am. Good morning, guys. Morning, morning. Your, what's your news headline, my friend? It's from New Zealand, and, and the headline oh. is... A date with destiny, and it was about a man who was caught by a farm with one of the horses whose name was Destiny. Yes! <laughs> yes! Wow. What do you mean caught? 
My, do you remember the Truth newspaper back in the... I certainly do. And my favourite all-time uh, story they ever did was... It was a case of... A, it was horse rape case shock for couple. <laughs> and it was some people who'd walked past a field and seen a man um, being very good friends <laughs> with a horse with the uh, aid of a stool. <laughs> and they had just a picture of a horse, which I'm sure was just out of the, you know, the filing cabinet. Yeah. And it had the rape victim under it. And then, I know. And then it said that the guy who was caught on the stool was being housed in a mental institution, and this is the genius part of it, overlooking picturesque Warrnambool race courts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bring back those days oh, of great journalism. Thank you very much, Matt. Hello, Dean. Uh, Dean, sir. We're going to go with Peter. Hi, Peter. How are you? Oh, good, thanks, guys. Uh, good. What's going on, man? What's your headline? I've got to pick up my wife from the airport. Oh, hit oh. that one. Uh, where's she been? Uh, Sydney. Oh, yes. Doing what? Uh, scrapbooking convention. Scrapbooking uh, convention. What? I hope she's oh. not taking any liquid paste onto the flight. Oh, there might... No, I think they had um, solid adhesives. Ooh. What goes on at a scrapbooker's convention? Oh, you don't want to know. It's no, lots, we do. I do want to know. Oh, it's lots of women, um, let's say, uh, using art and craft to embellish photo albums. Oh, Wait a second, so you got a photo album, and then macaroni, like, put, like, lovingly all around it, and then coloured, and then I've got, like, a, and then that's it. Then I, then I show it to people. That's then, right, you're heading the right way. That's fantastic. And then I go to a convention. Yep. Peter, did you know this about your wife before you married her? <laughs> um, no, it's a better place, huh? Oh, dear. <laughs> Right. And you don't support her, you don't pop along to the convention as, you know, a bit of like a sort of Jake Wall style handbag on the arm? No, but I do work in her scrapbooking shop occasionally. Oh, there you go. She's got a shop. Wow, touche. And then do they take photos of the convention and turn that into yet another scrapbook? <laughs> oh, certainly. It, it's self-fulfilling. It just wow, keeps going. I want to party oh, yeah. with you, man. All right, thank you so this much. This is what you happen when you just get calls from Randy. I love it. Hello, Dean. Hello, mate. Good, good, good. What's going on with your, with your headline? Um, I have a movie at home called Wedding Crashes 2. <laughs> wow, how did that come out so quickly? Well, the funny part is that it's got nothing to do with crashing weddings and nobody from the first one is in it. Uh, oh. is this a porno? <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, right. Yeah, it's, uh, not a, it's not an X-rated pun. In this. It's not an Edward more creative than that. Unfortunately so. yeah. <laughs> not. I wish it was. Oh, fair enough. What's, yeah. what's going on in Wedding Crashes 2? Uh, it's just a, a group of morons driving around the country and enjoying themselves but nothing to do with weddings right. already the you know the rip-offs and, and you're probably getting a few of them across your desk at the reviewing table there uh wardy snakes on a plane rip-offs is there already <laughs> someone's rushed snakes on a train into production squirrels on a plane <laughs> squirrels on a plane squirrels in a house uh thank you very much dean hello jeff yeah, g'day, guys. I've got a quick headline for you, actually. I'll give you the headline first, and Go I'll on. give you a quick story. Uh, under-15 boys football team bash bad uh, bad guy uh, wrestler at uh, a wrestling bout. <laughs> it's an awkwardly constructed headline, but it's an interesting yeah, one. and uh, what's two-page spread? Well, what, what the story is that's really quite funny is the um, I took the under-15 boys to a uh, professional wrestling um, uh, night, yep. and um, as used, per usual, there's a bad guy and a good guy. The good guy and the bad guy fighting outside the ring. The good guy's 
picked up the bad guy and, was, and all the boys were cheering, yeah, hit him, hit him, hit him. And the good guys turned around and said to all the boys, yeah, come and give me a hand. So they actually did. They all jumped in and bashed the, bashed the poor bad guy up. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty, the Crowd going absolutely mad. The crowd just love that. They'll be expecting that every week now. <laughs> and, and, then, and then it made a headline. Did you make the headline up or you made the paper? <laughs> no, I haven't quite made the paper yet. <laughs> <laughs> just giving it some sizzle. That's great. <laughs> well, that is a fantastic collection of random callers. Yeah, thank you very much, Jeff. What can happen if you just put people to air at random? Thanks for everyone who called in. Thanks to everyone who's taken part. Go to the website, email us, tell us what you want to hear in the lead-up to the 100th show yeah. with Mick Malloy next Thursday. Michael Ward, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Tony. And uh, we'll look out for Stupid Stupid Man, which you're one of the writers of. Yes, in uh, November, I think. On what channel? On uh, TV1 on uh, cable. All right. Don't forget to check out the new Get This Bacon Filled podcast up on the website. It's the last show of the week, so I've got to thank uh, our producer, Nikki, pushing the buttons. It's uh, Mr. Richard Marslin. Pleasure. Up till all hours making sketches, even when not required, is Matt Dow and, of course, Katie on the phones. Ed Cavalier, a pleasure as always. Tony, an absolute pleasure, sir. And what about our key phrase today? What do you think it was? I don't know. What do you think? I'm just looking back through the files. Can we make it heated towel rack? Heated towel rack! We'll be back on Monday with comedian Justin Hamilton. And it's all thanks to the van of the year, the Mercedes-Benz of <laughs> You are dealing with tickets, sir! <laughs>